0: Decisions, decisions, decisions. When you're creating CGI movies, you often find yourself faced with having to make software decisions. Right now, you have to choose between Unity and Unreal. Which one would it be? Need some help? Well, if you do, you'd better join me and stay tuned. Because in this episode, number 2138, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be doing a deep dive into the subject when they answer the commonly asked question, Unity or Unreal? Which is better for creating CGI movies? on the CG Bros, CG Insider Podcast.
1: Well, greetings. Welcome to this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And thanks again for joining us. In this episode, we're going to be answering a question submitted by Anita R. of El Cajon, California, to our Ask Us Anything page on our website at thecgbros.com. Unity or Unreal, which is better for creating CGI movies? Thanks, Anita, for your great question. By the end of today's podcast, you'll learn what game engines are and what they do, as well as why we chose these particular game engines to talk about. You'll also leave the podcast knowing what you'll need to know before investing in real-time software uh, of your own to make uh, uh, movies that you'd like to make. Um, And make sure you stay to the end of the podcast, uh, where we'll be sharing some of the comments we've received on our podcasts by viewers just like you. I'm Bill Johnston, one of your hosts for today's podcast. And I'm Sean Johnston. And together, we are the CG Bros. So, uh, Sean, you know, the Unity Engine uh, and the Unreal Engine are two of the most prominent engines used for software development today, and, and both started as tools for game building, but have evolved into much bigger and, and better platforms, um, as well as huge changes in technology that have affected both of these game engines, as well as the others. Uh, movie studios and other businesses have now taken a massive interest in, in Unity and Unreal specifically for starting to create some of the the uh, virtual productions they're, they're using. So before we really get into the meat of it, though, let's just uh, go over, Sean. What What is a game engine?
2: Well, simply a game engine is a soft software development environment on a computer that uh, people can use. It's, uh, to des- and it's designed for people to build video games. It's a simple you know, out-of-the-box kind of a thing where you can just download it and you can create uh, games for consoles, mobile devices, and personal computers without really knowing um, how to code yourself. So the engine's already there. Um, and it typically uh, you know, comes with a rendering engine for either 2D or 3D graphics. It's, so there's, uh, part, there's, there's you know,
1: integrated parts that make up the game engine.
2: Yeah, integrated parts, got physics, uh, collision detection, sound, um, you can script in there. It's got animation hookups where you can hook up animation. Um, a lot of them also have artificial intelligence, uh, networking uh, compatibility, streaming, memory management, and those kind of things. So it's everything you need in a box um, that you would traditionally have um, with, a, with an actual game studio who used to, used to make the game engines by themselves, almost all of them, until this was a, a technology that was being able to be downloaded for free for people to learn how to, to use and to, uh, to make their own game engines or make their own games with the engines. So that's pretty, pretty much in a nutshell what that is. So you can pretty much do a lot of 2D-based games or 3D-based games, um, depending on which direction you're going for console. You can go console, PC, phones, so there's a lot of different platforms that you can go for. And then a lot mm-hmm. of them now are doing uh, AR and VR, uh, using those uh, game engines as well. So you you had mentioned uh, some of the components. And you, you
1: you I think you used the word engine. But uh, if the rendering engine is, is a big component of, of, of a game engine. So these it's are what you see you know, on, on screen, yes. Mm-hmm. OK, and so would you say that's probably the most important part of a game engine, is its rendering engine? Well, I would say uh,
2: in regards to film, yes, it is okay
1: okay well ai is pretty important too um but uh, you'd also mentioned physics engine uh so the physics what exactly what does the
2: physics engine do so you can do soft uh, particles um, you can do um, cloth simulations you can do hard body simulations or which are you know objects that bounce off each other um you know things like that so you know for example if you're um you know you have a bowling ball and you want to roll it at a at a bunch of pins i mean that's going to be physics based and you you know you you'd launch it and it knocks down the pins okay uh, exactly the way physics in real life would be sure yeah
1: so it's it's basically simulates real world physical behaviors uh yes. and reactions basically because they have to react to the player as well so they have to be real-time reactions and that that would include stuff like you know that includes velocity and gravity and uh, you know, they use it a lot to control projectile motions and stuff like that. And you mentioned right. collisions in
2: so. hair and and you know tails and ponytails and all these different things that are hanging off of the uh, characters mm-hmm. you're using.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you the the game engines. Um, you know, when there's a lot of simulated uh, simulated destruction, I think that's probably where where physics engines really shine. Um, you know cuz they have to like i mentioned they have to be reactive to the player they have to, you have to be able to run through the destruction and m- move it with your with your character. Um, Grand Theft Auto is probably a great example of, of the use of a physics uh, engine. Yeah. it's, so it's have... kind of funny. It's really funny. I thought I thought I'd be leaving, you know, when I got into this business, Sean. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd be leaving physics at school. Yeah, really. <laughs> Who was Who I needs ever that? wrong about that? Exactly. <laughs> Who needs that math stuff? Yeah. Who needs to know about that physics stuff? Um, well, especially well, if you're not going to be a programmer. Well, that's true. That's that's a good point. Um, you know, and, and, and on that note, um, you know, game developers are in really high demand. Um, and so, uh, you know, a powerful team with expertise in game engines and graphic design is what tech startups and, and companies are needing these days. And and, uh, you know, with with all the virtual production being done in Hollywood, um, you know, game developers ha- have options now. They just don't have to do games. They can actually, you know, think, things are moving to a pinnacle, if you will, emergings, I think, in the future between games and movies. Oh, 100%. You know, they've been moving that way for a while, but
2: I think we're getting really, really close. I I agree. The uh, So uh, the two that we're talking about, Unity uh, and Unreal, what exactly is Unity? I mean, there's other game engines out, out there, uh, but these are the top two. Um, the Unity yeah. game engine, go ahead,
1: well, as I say, uh, you know, it's it's just they're they're all that basically, you know, game engines are game engines, but they just have different, you know, some have are more fully featured than other others. And these two, Unity is is very full featured and is, is is very popular as well as as well as Unreal. So, um, you know, what is Unity? It's it's just another real time three D development platform.
2: Um, yes, and and it originally was created um, to so called democratize the game development. By make, making it accessible to more developers, basically independent, non-large company, so you could be, you know, out of your garage and uh, create your own uh, video game. So Unity was, uh, in fact, the first platform was on the Mac OS, and then it uh, slowly went over to the PC and then uh, Windows, and then uh, also web browsers as well. And so you're now getting onto it. It does everything: PC, uh, Mac, as well as. Uh, uh, anything, any of the uh, handheld devices and mobile devices.
1: Yes, and that sounds like they're really successful. And, I, and it also shows, you know, I don't know if you knew this, but they're the the most Unity is the most widely developed uh, game platform in the world. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think something like seventy one percent of the top one thousand titles in the game market, at least the mobile game market, uh, were made with Unity. So. They, they've achieved quite, a, quite an accomplishment, in the, at least in the mobile market. I, and that's, that's another thing I, I'm not sure I heard you mention, but they, they, Unity mobile. was typically uh, set up to do uh, gaming on mobile devices, I think.
2: I've heard various numbers thrown out, and Unity has uh, 48% of the market share, and Unreal has about 13%, and 50% of the mobile games and 60% of AR are built with Unity.
1: Well, you got to be careful when you talk about market share. Yeah, which market you're talking about? Mobile games, or Mm -hmm. because I don't
2: know, I don't think really Unreal does a lot of mobile games. They do have it on mobile, but um, it's typically not as prolific as the Unity is uh, being used on them. So, what is what is Unreal? What's the Unreal Engine? So Unreal, it's funny because I said that uh, Unity was uh, came out in two thousand five. Well, it was in response to Unreal. Licensing their technology, I think it was at one point was about a million dollars in 1998 uh, when it first came out and the original Unreal came out. So right after that, uh, you know, was, came out, they started licensing it uh, because of the success of the actual ori- original Unreal game. And uh, Unreal is actually founded by Tim Sweeney, um, who originally founded as an Epic Mega Games. And that's what created the first uh, released, a, not the first, but 3D first-person shooter to compete with like Quake and and the games that. Were yeah, it sounds. Fr-
1: its name sounds familiar.
2: Right, um, and so they started licensing it to developers to make their own games. And like I said, it was pretty expensive at the time. Um, and Unreal, the first game that came out was the first person uh, was the first-person shooter that uh, first one actually to include include um, bots. So those are AI characters which mimic the actions of live players during. Mm-hmm. A multiplayer deathmatch because that's pretty much the next game that came out was unreal tournament um and that was a, a really nice uh a fun game at that point because there's it was uh, multiplayer was exploding at that time mm-hmm. early on there so um the other thing is um it it's it was probably one of the most successful well the unreal engine in 19 or 2014 um it became the Guinness Book of World Records for the most successful video game engine. So, it's it was the one that Unity wanted to compete against. And yeah, aspire to said, be. Yeah, that's why I said democratize and make it easier for people to use it, as opposed to spending a million dollars on the engine. It wasn't well, until I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was go just going to say it wasn't until recently uh, that they, I think, Unreal uh, just now was uh, they just changed their actually pricing structure. They offered it started offering it for free. To, to game developers and then but there was a royalty that they were charging so now uh, unreal if you're there's a five percent royalty on uh it previously was a five well, percent royalty it, on gross revenue of the game and then yeah, it now- is for
1: what's well, free to, just to be clear it is free to use you sure. can anybody can use it just for free you just as a matter of fact you can download entire games and entire movies cinematic scenes right. uh from unreal for free it's it's an amazing thing now you're right getting to the to the paying and the licensing of that then that go ahead I now if want you to want to sure,
2: sell if you want to sell your game or if you, you want or to make money with make it make right? money with it sure five yeah. percent uh, uh, now uh, is changed like i said now epic says it'll waive all the royalties for the first one million in revenue so whatever you've generated by by using that software oh and that is it, a nice change that's and great. then they're going to resume the five percent uh fee royalty fee from there and that was a permanent change that uh so, so anything over year. a million
1: bucks, you have to pay five percent on.
2: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's, that's, that's
1: That is really great. Well, that's that's a little different than Unity. Um, you know, Unity does offer a student and personal version that's free. But if no, you want to, you know, work, <laughs> no, you know, royalty, But well, that's because you're not. Yeah, exactly. But if you want to, you know, work as a team or or or, uh, you know, sell sell your work, then you have to move up to the team plans, which I think right now it's three ninety nine a year per seat. Uh, at the at the lowest level, um, and then you can pay eighteen hundred bucks for a pro level and four thousand dollars for an enterprise level. But the basic difference is it, it basically reflects how much technical support and services you get. Right. Um, There's also student versions as well. Oh, of course, yes, and they're free, like I mentioned. Yeah. Right. Nice, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No. Huh? No. 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 You go ahead.
1: <laughs> last thing I just lastly, I just want to say um, one of the nice things about Unity is they they have a just an incredible uh, asset. Uh, re- a repository. Uh, they've got sixty-five thousand uh, assets, probably, probably more by now. But they, they include things like tutorials and images, and and really th- useful things like scripts and 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 some code. So um, definitely some some advantages there for Unity. Because uh, yeah. conversely, Unreal I think only has sixteen thousand or so assets. But like I said, those assets are stunning.
2: Yeah, they are. They are. Here's an interesting story um, about related to Epic Games. It, I don't think I ever told you this, but uh, I shared oh, an office. Unreal Four
1: is made by Epic, yeah.
2: Yes, well, I uh, and then of course the the latest, uh, you know, that they've been showing about uh, Unreal Five, which looks amazing as well. Uh, so I worked with uh, and shared an office with uh, um, a man named David Carter, and he worked on the original Unreal, which I I didn't know until I shared an office with him, and I had worked on worked with him for about eight years, and he worked on Planet Side Two and H One Z One with me. And he told me once, which was really interesting, is he, he had lost his leg earlier when he was a young guy and he had been T-boned by another car by a car when he was on his motorcycle and ended up oh, unfortunately losing his leg below the knee. And, you know, I, didn't, I never asked him about it and thought he would talk to me about it uh, when he felt comfortable. But he said that um, the original Unreal uh, game that uh, one of the modelers he was talking to at the time, because he had a prosthetic leg. Uh, actually put in a character in unreal unreal tournament i believe that had a prosthetic prosthetic leg just like he did Um, i thought it was such a really cool story Uh, unfortunately he passed away in in 2018 he was a really really cool guy um and a great animator in fact here's a here's another real quick story um when, when i first got into 3d using 3d studio for DOS. Remember both of us had talked about that in previous podcasts. Yep. There was a book called 3d studio, Hollywood and gaming effects. And I purchased, I, you know, I, since there was no schooling for it, I purchased every book I could that was off the market, you know, I, you know, aftermarket books. And so I, uh, used that book and he was one of the authors of, of one of the, the bones pro, which is a, a, uh, a, 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 deformation, um, skeletal, you can put skeletons into characters and then you can deform them. And it was, that was bones pro. And he did a little, a demo of that, uh, back in 1995. And it was really, really cool. It came with the CD and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Do you remember me showing you that? Yep. Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, so, um, the last thing I'll say about David, which is, is really cool too, is I, I reached out to Tim Sweeney, um, and I direct a message to him on Twitter about um, David's passing. And, um, you know, I just wanted to let him know. I didn't think I was going to get any response back, which, which was uh, pretty amazing. I, the direct message, he actually responded back to me. Um, and, you know, Tim Sweeney's worth, uh, according to Forbes, um, in two, 2021, $7.4 billion. And he actually got back to me and, and, and said some really nice things about uh, David. Uh, To me, and and I thought it was really cool. He did.
1: Yeah, that's one of the great. That sounds like one of the really great stories about social media. You know, social social media can be. You don't hear
2: much. Yeah, you're right.
1: You know, plus you know, good and bad. But that really sounds like a great use of social media, and it it enabled you to touch touch him and he him him back to you. Yeah, that was great. Great, great story, Sean. Yeah. Well, you know, um, back as far as Unreal and and Unity are concerned, they both are very competent. Uh, software packages uh for me uh i like un- unreal i lean towards unreal because it comes with a lot of tools out of the box for handling characters and and skelet- skeletal animations that are not limited to humanoids, by the way um but they, they they're just they just they just they're the, the, the they master at rendering i mean that, and that's i'm glad you said that because i i believe rendering is, the, is is really the key to i mean if it looks beautiful you're engaged and you know Unreal is just so much better at rendering things like hair and fur, and, and they have some really sophisticated eye shaders. Um, and it, it, so so for people making, you know, wanting to make their own movies using, uh, you know, Unreal. It's it's very indie friendly um, in this regard. So, um,
2: right. I mean, if you're, you know, like we said, this is all about making your own films. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, recent videos that have come out or short, short films that have been made with Unity that, that uh, rival anything that Unreal puts out. You're, it is true that it's a little bit harder learning curve, um, you know, and it's very complex. And, you, and like you said, it's been around for a lot longer. So there's a lot of tools that have been written uh, to, you know, that are, like you said, right out of the box that you can use. Uh, the, it's really kind of hard, even looking at some of the, the making of, 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 let's say, Atom by Oat Studios. I'll, we'll show you some images of these things. Uh, actually, yeah, let me show you a couple of them. So this is, yeah, this is um, one of the uh, films that was made with Unity, um, and it, I think it looks amazing. This particular one, I think it's called uh, Black Blacksmith, and the rendering rivals Unreal. So if you could see some of the Unreal renders out there, you know, this is on this is Unreal, and this is Unity. So some of these they they rival each other the only the unfortunate part about unity is you have to switch when you're when you when you're running their program to their HDRP which stands for so fancy we have uh, what's their high definition render pipeline is basically what HDRP is and that that gives um, high fidelity high fidelity graphics and rendering you got physically based materials and lighting uh, also supports Deferred rendering, which is a you know fancy way of of saying it doesn't have to calculate it at this point. It, it does it it does it after the fact, after it's already done the color pass. And so those kind of things are great. Now it's, it's it's a newer thing that's available, but you still there's a lot of it doesn't have the tools to do your materials as well as Unreal does, and it takes a little bit of finessing. Even in the videos that you see that they share these these short films. There's a lot of uh, graphics programming that they've had uniquely made for that shot or those. Yeah, things and, that, and that.
1: that's what I was mentioning. Earlier. Yeah, exactly, Sean. They they it's you can do it. It just takes the materi- the materials and the, the textures and getting them to work properly. Uh, the sh- getting the shaders to set up and like you said, it needs some you need some coding skills mm-hmm. in there to really. I mean, it's it's really complex and that's what I that's what I don't like about Unity is and that I do like about Unreal. Unreal, you don't have those issues at all. Uh, with unity, you really, but, but, but to your point, uh, as far as visual quality, once you get it
2: set up, man, it, it does look good. It does look good. It does. I mean, it, it is, it, when you say complex, complex is not as complex as, is unreal, but unity complexity of getting things to work correctly, I guess is what right, you mean, right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right out of the box. It's not going to, it's not going to give you as much, uh, but I'm telling you, it's, it's pretty impressive and that will change because, mm-hmm. Because I know that they want to, they want to go against Unreal and, and take them, take them down as far as the high-end rendering capabilities. But that's going to be, it's quite, that's quite a feat.
1: Well, yes, and and Unreal has just come out with a new, new thing um, called the Sequencer, which basically you can you can block out, and edit your scenes, and you can output, output your movie with the Sequencer. So you can actually output your movie from Unreal without having to go through an intermediate edit, editor, editing step. Um, so that that's a pretty powerful powerful tool too that i mean especially if you're trying to make movies i mean that really streamlines the process for you yeah it sure does um, and they and also have a have a post-process volume uh that unreal does anyway and I, i'm a, you can probably tell i'm an unreal fan i'm falling down on the side of unreal but but they, they have a post-process volume that it allows you to uh, apply cinematic color correction and other image effects uh after you know excuse me in real time it's really it's pre- pretty nice including you know uh, physically based rendering and global illuminations and uh lit translucency and stuff like that, um, as yeah. well as some some pretty nice GPU particle simulation that, you
2: know. Right, and not out. to mention, uh, you know, the high-resolution uh, digital humans, uh, MetaHuman Creator. Oh,
1: that's, yeah. That's going to oh, be coming
2: we, up. We, we have to do
1: a podcast on that. That's that's pretty impressive.
2: It really is. And interesting, you know, because of the success of Unreal and how it's, it's just kind of almost taken over the, the PC console market, that now they've, they've started acquiring these companies with this various technology. For example, MetaHuman um, was developed with uh, Cubic Motion and was acquired by Epic in 2020, and including uh, Three Lateral, uh, which is uh, a facial rigging. And so they kind of built together this uh, MetaHuman creator, which is it's just so highly... I think you showed it in one of the podcasts how amazingly uh, realistic the rendering is, is capable of, of putting out. Uh, it's it's amazing.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, do you, do you have any more examples that you want to uh, show us?
2: Sure. Um, let me. Uh, I can show you. Let me show you one of the Unreal Engine demos that they have. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Coming up cold. So this this uh, demo is is the real time demo running on a PlayStation Five. Uh, and the the amazing graphics here, I'll go ahead and go into it after their, their talk. Let me just go into the graphics here. So let me turn down the volume so you guys don't get distracted. Right now they're using, this is Quixel, uh, was another company they acquired, which is high resolution scans of environment objects, rocks, trees, um, all sorts of environment objects and
1: and these and are real world th- scans these are these are real world image u- utilizing real world scans from real world objects
2: right <laughs> excuse me and and the amount of the technology that's built in for high dense uh mesh um you know pushing basically polygons through the through your pipeline your rendering pipeline unreals has got the, the the top end on that they just uh, unity can't touch this at least not now uh, we'll see what happens in the future. Well,
1: in my, you know, in my opinion, Unity has—excuse uh, me—Unreal has everything that you need to start making indie movies straight out of the box. You don't need anything else. Uh, right. That's that's not quite true with Unity.
2: Right. That's true. The lighting here is is impressive and just just amazing. It looks so realistic.
1: You know, and its physics engine is just impressive. You can see some stuff falling around uh, in the background there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's 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 staggering compared to what we
1: <laughs> we started. You no, know, not with. not even to mention it's the effects capabilities of of Unreal. It, it's uh, Unity doesn't doesn't stand up to Unreal's effects engine either.
2: No, no, not at all. But but just to be fair, I'm going to go ahead and show just some some Unity stuff. So um, one of the amazing ap- episodes of Adam, they did three episodes. Oat Studio did. There was an amazing. Um, technology that they used. Uh, of course, uh, let me pass the uh, <laughs> the commercial. YouTube's got to make its money. So here, if you're watching, uh, this is one of the episode two. And this particular animation here of the facial animation was done with a cache system. Um, Alembic, uh is a software package that allows um, the vertex animation to be streamed as a cache. And so what they did is they, they didn't use any facial rigs in any of the, uh, uh, any of this particular shot here with the facial animation of this particular character. And they played it in real time at like 60, fr- 60 heads a second uh, on, in Unity. So this particular short film is, it, I mean, it matches anything Unreal can put out. HPS,
1: like, huh?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, it's it's the visuals are just stunning, stunning.
1: Well, and, the, so, and to be and this this film was worked on by by award winning designers uh, and artists and engineers. And and just in case you're wondering, it took five months to complete uh, this real time movie. Yeah, which would have I, which would normally have taken a year using traditional <clears throat> rendering.
2: Yeah, you know, I think they had about what 20, 20 artists and and programmers working on it, if, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's slick. Yeah, there's slip. a guy, Neil Blomkamp, a guy that worked on District Nine and Elysium. Uh, super, uh, VFX supervisor Chris Harvey. Uh, he did Tron Legacy and Zero Dark Thirty. They they worked on, on this as well.
2: So here's some more shots. Uh, the robot Adam. The, you can see the lighting around him. It looks fantastic. Um, I did one. I did take a demo of their um, their uh, high definition uh, rendering uh, engine. Uh, that they, you can download actually from Unity, and you can walk through. They, you can walk through it using your WASD keys and your keyboard, and it looks really good. Their, their lighting really looks good. I, I wanted to show it today, but um, I, for some reason, I just I, it was I couldn't get it to work on this particular computer, and I might have downloaded the wrong thing in the package. So, but I did do it on one of my other computers, and it works. It looks amazing. The, they have uh, lighting, the bounce lighting. Uh, they have uh, bloom around everything, and it's. Pretty pretty impressive stuff, just right out of the box too. So, you know, I kind of like, I sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I, like I said, they're they're going to make it more and more uh, compatible or competitive with uh, Unreal as time goes on. So, well,
1: another nice thing about Unity is it ports to all the different platforms. It's a multi platform uh, tool where where you know it, it, that's one of its strengths, at least historically through through. Uh,
2: right, and, and and I kind of uh, the analogy I would give to Unreal and Unity unreal in and, and, and if you're if you're in 3d you know this if you're not you may not know this but there was a big huge it's like okay apple versus windows okay that that whole competitive thing and then there's Coke
1: versus pepsi <laughs>
2: yeah exactly autodesk maya versus autodesk 3d studio max before autodesk purchased it that was a huge uh, competitive thing which one's better which one's better well my thing is, well, 3D Studio Max was out of the box, was much easier to use, although it didn't have the complexity of Maya. Maya could do a lot more knowing how to use it right. Yes, so- and
1: that's a great point, Sean. Uh, and I'd like to, you know, just back that up a little bit. Yeah, you know, Unity is not as quite as powerful, but you know, you can get things done a little bit quicker in Unity. The learning curve with Unity is a lot a lot less than it is for Unreal, just because for the simple fact that there's more. More setup and, and 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 configuration that you need to do just be, you know before getting started in Unreal, but when you know you, once you're set up, I mean there's, it's it's really it's really powerful. It's just it's so feature packed, but the learning curve is really steep for for Unreal. It's a lot longer than than Unity.
2: Right, and, and the and the other thing is AI. If you want to use AI in in the uh, yes, in any of yes. the engines, Unreal uh, has it, it built in. Uh, Unity doesn't really have that. I mean, you can download, I believe, plugins for that. And uh, it's not as, as good as it. You know, it's not as, as well featured, obviously, than as, as Unreal is. So, there you go. <laughs> well, great. Uh, do you have any um, any last words well, you'd like me, to? Or, let or, me yeah, just let show me you just, really quickly. Yeah. Unreal also has, in addition to things we talked about, using real time virtual reality. Um, you know, using using it to do Mandalorian and using it to um, you know Ford versus Ferrari and things like that. They actually have animated features that that are on TV right now that are being used. So here's here's an image here um, of a particular um, program or uh, that's made for kids uh, that's made with uh, Unity. So this is pretty impressive stuff here. It's called Safari and it's a children's uh, TV animated series, uh, episodic. There's also, um, let's see, oh, here's another image of that. So it's pretty, it's beautiful. It's really, really nicely made and the colors look amazing and it's very cartoony looking versus all the other stuff you always see Unreal using, which is these huge, you know, landscapes that go on forever with with all these particle effects and everything else. But you could do simple stuff too, which is really nice.
1: Yeah, we'd like you to know that the one thing you shouldn't do when you know trying to choose one of these software, uh, one of these software platforms is is to make the decision lightly. And we hope you, we're giving you some some good information that you can use to, you know, you'll you'll want to analyze your your project from both a business and a technical standpoint to make sure that you know whatever platform that you choose supports the type of project that you're looking to create. Um, you know, both of these engines let you accomplish most of the same things. It's just that uh, Unity's better. I mean, excuse me, Unreal's better.
2: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, almost blew it. <laughs> but uh so yes uh you want to go to the mailbag let's go to the mailbag yeah let's step into the mailbag what we got this week so we got uh bigfoot alley it's not a show but this is uh this is a name uh and he responding back to what's the best software to create 2d animation south park uses maya believe it or not i don't know if that's true or not i don't know do you know
1: I I don't know, but I think he was responding to something we were talking about, you know, I, I think we may have mentioned the Simpsons and family guy or Rick and, Rick and Mor- Rick and Morty being uh, created by Toon Boom. I think uh, I think he's responding to maybe a comment we made on on that. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe we said South Park used it was made by Toon Boom too. I don't think we did, but no, maybe he's trying I, to correct us. I don't okay. know. Okay. I'm
2: not sure what we Or
1: maybe it's that. just <laughs> an interesting fact. Interesting fact. Back Thank to you. The way. All Bigfoot right. Alley. Um you know, uh, we got another one from uh, Mojo uh, Lichen on uh, our podcast on what do you think of deep fake technology and uh, Mojo writes, I don't have any, I, I didn't have any idea what this was, but I do now. Thanks. Well, you're welcome, Mojo. We we were really trying to to put out, you know, information people can use. So thanks That's for the a, comment.
2: Yes. You're, you're run Echo. You're an Echo what, on, on what's the best. What are the best examples of bad CGI? I was like, the, "The they better talk about Spawn. And I scrubbed and they were talking about Spawn so good.
1: <laughs> well, a wait a second. One. Why are you scrubbing through our videos, Yurinko? Uh, I mean, I'm glad you're watching but I hope you listen. You know, every to, word. To, yeah, you're missing some good stuff. Don't scrub through that.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, All that's right. great. Love, we love your, your comments. Uh, again, anything good, bad or other.
1: Yeah. We're always looking to improve the podcast. So we, we, we accept constructive criticism as well. So of course, don't don't be too harsh though.
2: Yeah. Don't (laughs) we're not fragile. No, no, we're not. Well, thanks again for being with us uh, for today's podcast. And thanks again, Anita, for submitting your question, unity or unreal, which is better for creating CGI movies. Great, great question. Really hope you enjoyed it as much as we did and that you gained some insights and knowledge along the way we discussed what game engines are and a bit about the components of a game engine and the pros and cons kind of comparing those two and you learned about what makes unity and unreal the heavyweights in the game industry they're just dominant and what you can expect to pay uh, to use them and you heard our thoughts and insights as to which platform we prefer and why and if you did enjoy the podcast
1: and did find it valuable in some way please just take a minute to share it with a few of your friends. We'd really appreciate that. We do a new, brand new podcast, uh, the CG Insider, every week. Uh, right here, we talk about different subjects related to the business and the art and the craft of CGI animation and digital effects. So, Oh, as well as other interesting subjects that uh, relate to CGI as well. So uh, if you have a question or a subject you'd like the CG Bros to cover in one of our podcasts, uh if you're watching us on YouTube, just leave us a comment below. And if you're listening to the audio-only version of this podcast, head on over to our website at thecgbros.com and ask your question
2: there like Anita did. We're really looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast, where we'll be answering another question or a question from a listener. What inspires the CG Bros?
1: Oh, gosh. What, what doesn't inspire the CG Bros? Yes. This well, that would be, be. be an interesting... Uh, anyway. And we
0: Exactly. <laughs> See
1: you next time. See you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, unity or unreal? Which is better for creating CGI movies? Thanks for being with us. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like, leave a comment, and share the video with your friends on social media. If you haven't yet subscribed to our channel, please hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they can listen to the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Contact us on our website at thecgbros.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what inspires the CG Bros? This has been episode 2138 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.